Last weekend, Virginia Arts Festival presented an interpretation of Shakespeare's play Antony and Cleopatra at the Ferguson Center and Chrysler Hall. The production featured the Virginia Symphony Orchestra led by Joanne Folletta. The music came from a 1920 orchestral score by Florent Schmidt, composed for a lengthy production of the play. Most of this original incidental music was lost, and the show only saw a handful of performances, but Schmidt created two orchestral suites from the incidental music. The Virginia Symphony Orchestra played the concert suites in this production, while elaborately costumed actors performed excerpts from Shakespeare's play. Conductor Joanne Folletta pioneered the revival of these concert suites through a 2015 recording for Noxos. This inspired the creation of this production, directed and adapted by Bill Barclay of Shakespeare's Globe. The show has only been performed in London and LA, so it's a bold, unique choice for the arts festival. Schmidt's music is rich, evocative, decadent, and reminiscent of Ravel, at times bombastic and explosive. The Virginia Symphony Orchestra played with passion and clarity under Folletta's expert direction. Despite the interesting concept, the production as a whole fell short. Mixing the orchestral suites with short dramatic scenes felt disjointed and made the plot difficult to follow, made worse by uneven performances from the actors. Niani Feelings' interpretation of Cleopatra was appropriately grand but lacked nuance, resulting in a consistently shrill, high-pitched, and almost robotic sound, and her chemistry with actor Bill Mudos as Anthony was lackluster. The strongest performers were Ivy Ryan and then Daniel Berger-Jones and Joel Collidner, who both played numerous roles with dedication and a captivating energy. Across the board, technical and balance issues sometimes made it difficult to hear the mic'd actors against the thick orchestral music. We're lucky that Virginia Arts Festival brought this rare work to Hampton Roads, but I wonder if simply performing the suites with narration or refashioning them entirely to serve as incidental music in the background of the full-length, fully-staged play would have worked better. The same weekend as Antony and Cleopatra, Virginia Arts Festival presented crowd pleaser and great American songbook extraordinaire Michael Feinstein at the Sandler Center. Feinstein performed many recognizable hits spanning decades, in addition to some lesser-known but wonderful gems, dropping names and sharing insights along the way. Feinstein's confidence and showmanship is unparalleled, but would have worked better in a more intimate space. Much of the inquisitive, tender nature of the music was lost in the large venue. To the moon 
Nevertheless, Feinstein enamored the enthusiastic crowd and showed impressive breath control during the show's many held notes, although softer, almost whispered moments tended to either sway off pitch or verge into breathy territory. Our love is here to the band backing Feinstein up was superb and had many shining moments too, particularly pianist Ted Firth, who arranged the majority of Feinstein's material. Perhaps the most impressive number was a medley of Gershwin tunes. After asking the audience for suggestions, Feinstein crafted this on the spot, playing the piano as he crooned some of the greatest Gershwin songs around. Two fascinating and vastly different performances closed out the final weekend of Virginia Arts Festival before kicking off the annual summer shows in Williamsburg. From classical music and Shakespeare to Broadway and cabaret, the 2019 season had a bit of something for every taste. Visit vafest.org to see the information on the upcoming shows in Williamsburg, featuring Nora Jones, Emmy Lou Harris, and more. Saving your seat at opening night, this is Rebecca Evans.